And then finally, the action stage, which is actually so interesting because a lot of the corporate women I work with, um, as I would have been, we live in our masculine energy to survive in these corporate dom- like male-dominated worlds. Mm-hmm. And so we're very action-orientated. And so action sometimes is like the first place you want to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, but realizing that you know you have to align, get aware of your mindset, and then the action becomes inspired action, and it's so much easier to move forward. Um, and that's the kind of step then when we start to work on things together. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Laura Tynan of lauratynan.com. Laura, it's awesome having you on the show. Um, brilliant to be here. Thanks, Gresh. No problem. Super excited to have you on. And what I wanted to do was just read a little bit more about Laura so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And Laura is a business coach and mentor to corporate women who are ready to turn their entrepreneurial ideas into reality. She is an international award-winning speaker and has spoken on stages across Europe, including at Forbes Under 30. Laura has also been recognized by the Financial Times and Yahoo Finance as a global role model for women in business for the work she has done in empowering women to rise to become their own CEO. Laura, are you ready to speak to the IMCEO community? Yes, absolutely. Very excited. Awesome. Let's do it. So to kick everything off, I wanted to hear how everything got started. I wanted to hear your CEO story and what led you to kind of get started with all the awesome things you're working on. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, for me, it started about three or four years ago, actually, when I was back working in Dublin. And at the time, I was kind of doing a normal corporate job, you know, kind of coming in at nine, checking out at seven, eight. Um, but it was just kind of the very uninspiring, unsatisfying work for me at the time. Um, but then there was this like transition point. And I came across an amazing leader in personal development. And I decided to fly to Canada on a whim and go and train with him. And for me, it was like a crazy decision because I had never actually even really known what personal development was at the time, which sounds amazingly weird now thinking about it. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was really new for me. And this guy was like telling me about, you know, the universe and like the power of the energies and the power of your mindset and how you can really control your reality and create it. And I was just totally blown away. Um, so I came back a bit on a mission and I was like, right, burn the boats. I'm quitting this job. I have nothing lined up. People thought I was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I came to London and using what I had learned and kind of more on ever since completely transformed my career. So I created this new career that I was traveling around the world, like Dubai, Delhi, Sydney, Singapore kind of thing. And I was working with like CEOs of companies and heads of states. And I was going to these big events with celebrities and royalty. And looking back over such a short period of time, I had created this massive transformation in my career. But the thing was, when I was looking around, there weren't many other women in the room ever with me doing the same. So at that point, I really began to invest back in, okay, how can I mentor and coach other women? Like what initiatives can I get involved with to really uplift women within the corporate world and work with different leadership teams and different networks and things like that. And honestly, Gresh, the more I began to lean into that world, um, the more I realized that this work of supporting other women and actually creating transformations for them, that was like more satisfying, more fulfilling, more enriching than any paycheck or any piece of work I had ever done to that date. Um, and I don't know if you've ever had this moment in yourself, but it was like an awakening or 
a realization of this is what I'm actually here to do. Yeah. Burned the boats again and, and decided to start my own business focusing specifically on that. Yeah, no, I absolutely love that. And I, you know, I have had that experience where sometimes you, you know, I, I in my job experience, I, I bounced around to a bunch of different jobs, trying to find my place, trying to find where I belong. And then sometimes, you know, the light just, just flicks and then everything just starts to align. And you, sometimes you even, I think when we look back, we start to appreciate kind of those even dark times or the frustrations because they mm. led us to where we are now. And now we appreciate where we are so much more. Oh yeah, beautifully said. I mean, the dark times sometimes are like where you have those moments of mm-hmm. like waking up to what you should be doing. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. So if it wasn't as dark and wasn't as frustrating, sometimes we would be comfortable exactly where we are. But because it's not the greatest, that's what kind of pushes us towards um, our destiny and what we should be doing. It's so true. And I think it's actually a big um like a, a pitfall that many people fall into is that when you're in that place of comfort you almost settle and you're thinking, okay, maybe I have this idea that I'm really passionate about. Maybe I'd love to start my business, but things aren't so bad where I am. And, you know, maybe I'm successful on paper and maybe I'm really good at my job. And so we just settle without ever pushing ourselves to see what we could create if we actually got uncomfortable for a moment. Yeah, absolutely. And once we find that alignment, then that's when things start to take off. Yes, because I mean, I believe we all have a life curriculum that's specifically here. Like we're both here for a very clear reason on this earth. There's no like extra people created. Yeah. Um, But I also think there's this pressure from society. It's certainly that I felt of, you know, go to school, get good grades, go to university and then get the good job. And when you get the good job and you're not happy, like, oh my God, I felt so selfish. Mm -hmm. Like my parents had like supported me and sent me to good education and now I have this great job. And if I'm not happy, then what's wrong with me? Right. And there's this shame and this kind of feeling of maybe I'm just being selfish. I'm not being grateful enough. You know, so actually realizing that it's not, it's this calling towards to do more. Um, that's the kind of waking up point for me that I think many people either have to go through or, or have gone through in order to start their own businesses. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why, you know, I love all the work that you're doing because you're creating people uh, or not creating people. You are helping people to basically create <laughs> what is their, yeah, you're helping people to create their callings and, and, and follow those things and, 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 you know, set the world on fire and do so many awesome things. So I wanted to, to drill down a little bit deeper. Could you take us through like how you work with clients and, and how you get to through, like, I guess some of those, I don't know if I want to call them limiting beliefs, but you could just take us through exactly like how that experience works with you. Yeah. And I think limiting beliefs is like the perfect term to use. (laughs) Um, So yeah, so I offer at the moment, it's like private one-to-one coaching with, um, with corporate women specifically, although there's other type of clients that come, but specifically with corporate women. Mm -hmm. And we go on this journey together. And I think the starting point is always understanding, you know, why do you want to start your own business? Like, what is that's calling you? Um, Because I'm sure you know this for sure as as I am CEO nation. Um, (laughs) But that clarity really is your power in knowing why you want to do something. Because for any entrepreneur, like it's not an easy road and staying in a job can sometimes feel so much easier. Um, And there will be struggles and challenges that come up. So always coming back to like, why am I here? Like, why do I want to do this? And why is this important for me? Like when we can get that real clarity from the very get go, it just makes the entire journey so much easier because you have something that you're being pulled towards. Um, even though things may be tough. So that's the kind of first starting point that I always work with clients on is like, why do you want this? And then from there, actually like creating and building out the picture of, you know, what do you want your business to look like? Like, How do you want to serve your clients? What does your ideal client look like? And taking them through that whole journey. 
Um, and so I like to also look at my coaching kind of style as broken down almost into like three pillars. So we have the alignment, awareness, and action. And so alignment is very much working on the energy side, on the law of attraction, on the universal energies and, you know, this greater power, whatever we can call it, that is working for us and realizing that, you know, nothing really has to be done. It's more like alignment is always your first stage. Mm -hmm. And then there's an awareness, which is more, I suppose, traditionally around the kind of Tony Robbins side of the world, like the NLP and the mindset training and understanding the psychology and why we get in our way. And this is where limiting beliefs definitely come in. Mm -hmm. So what stories have we been telling ourselves and what reasons are we giving ourselves that we're not starting our business or we're not moving forward and actually uncovering those and, and replacing them with something that's more empowering. And then finally, the action stage, which is actually so interesting because a lot of the corporate women I work with, um, as I would have been, we live in our masculine energy to survive in these corporate do like male dominated worlds. Mm -hmm. And so we're very action orientated. And so action sometimes is like the first place we want to go to. Mm -hmm. um, but realizing that, you know, you have to align, get aware of your mindset and then the action becomes inspired action and it's so much easier to move forward. Um, and that's the kind of step then when we start to work on things together. So that's the approach I like to take. And I find it has like the biggest impact and transformation for women. Yeah, no, it, it makes so much sense. And I, I appreciate you for breaking that down because I think so many times, as you said, you know, uh, we, we just kind of jump into action. We just kind of jump into to trying to get things done. But I think that if you don't do that work before, you just kind of end up taking action. But as you said, it's kind of like not... I don't know if I want to say fulfilled action, but it doesn't feel as, you know, as powerful as when you're able to kind of get those things in alignment and the triple A, I don't know if you call it that, but I'll call it the triple A and be able to, yes, and be able to, to get those steps in place to be able to kind of have and, and create the world and life that you want to have. Yeah. It's like getting in flow, right? We all know that moment when we just feel things are just easy versus when we're like really pushing and it's struggle. Mm. Um, which is understandable because we live in an age of like the hustle mentality, right? Just like right. work every hour of the day and hustle, hustle, hustle. But that also doesn't necessarily give us the best results that we could be creating. <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. So um, I wanted to ask you now for what I call your secret sauce, and it could be for you personally or your business. And you might have already touched on this, but is it that vulnerability, the courage to be able to do that is what you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? Yeah, I think... Um, the willingness to be seen is actually something that in today's society is quite rare and it's something I realized which was surprising at the same time. Um, and it's also why I work a lot with women. I do um, like public speaking workshops and different things like that because the ability to use your voice to be heard, to have your message heard, which is so important, um, not just as a vanity thing, but as a progressive evolution of our world like having your voice heard having your message shared mm -hmm. is so key um so i think being authentic and being visible and being vulnerable enough to be seen for you and for your gifts and your talents and have the courage to say this is what i want to do um can be so important and i love working with people on that side of things as well because for so long we've been told what we should be doing you know this is what success should look like for you this is the type of stage in life you should be at if you get to this age and this age and this age and it's quite nice to come back and free yourself of that and say actually this is who I am this is what I want this is how I want to define myself and how I want to define my life yeah then. I love that so I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack so this could be like an app a book or a habit that you have but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient 
this is probably not the first time you've heard this, but my morning routine is like my thing that I rely on so much. Um, so I love getting up early in the morning. I go to boxing and then um, like to meditate, do a bit of journaling, something like that uh, is my kind of go-to to set me up for the day. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate you breaking that down and I definitely appreciate that. So um, now I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO nugget. So that could be like a word of wisdom or a piece of advice, or if you can hop into a time machine, what would you tell your younger business self? Um, my younger business self, you know, the biggest change for me was when I actually started like investing back in myself mm-hmm. and just realizing the power of our minds, really. Um, I think growing up, I never quite understood that I was the creator of my own life. I thought life was something that was like happening and I was like on the journey with it. Um, so realizing that you actually have the control to create your own destiny, regardless of your past, regardless of what your current circumstances are, that you don't have to just look at people on social media with envy if they're doing what you want to do, that you can also create that for yourself. Love that. And uh, now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Laura, what does being a CEO mean to you? Um, so two things for me, and the first is freedom, and the second is having positive impact. Um, so freedom is like you get to create your life in a new way of set it up how you want it to be. And the positive impact, it's like I chose to do work that I'm not only passionate about, but that has a massive impact positively on the lives of people that I work with and that I can touch. And that is just such a blessing and a gift for me. And it allows me to use my business in new ways to give back in terms of like philanthropy or like financial contribution or giving my services to different like organizations, schools, charities, things like that. Um, so the freedom and the ability to positively contribute is, is for me what a CEO definitely is all about. Yeah, I, I would definitely, you know, echo that. And I appreciate that definition. I always sometimes say it's kind of like a, you're, you're an artist and, you know, you have a canvas in front of you and get to paint that canvas. You get to make those decisions, those opportunities, figure out what colors to use, where to use them and, and things like that. And I think when you start to, you know, have that mentality, that CEO mentality, that mindset, it starts to open up the world and open up all the possibilities within it. Yeah. Oh, I love that. The artist and the canvas. Yes. Yes. (laughs) It sounds like a plan. Well, Laura, I truly, you know, appreciate all the awesome work that you're doing. Appreciate your time today. What I wanted to do is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you want to let our readers and listeners know. And then of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things you're working on. Yeah. I mean, for anyone listening, who's, you know, interested or has like an idea to start their own business, or maybe is like in the process and it's not working out, it's just to realize that, you know, this idea and this dream that you have, like you never would have been given it if you already didn't have the ability to create it and to make this a reality for yourself. So whatever you're going through, whatever hurdles or challenges you might be facing, just realize that they're temporary and they're only there for you to grow and to become more resilient and to teach you the skills that you need to go on and really fulfill this image and this dream you have in your mind. So to keep persisting, to never give up and to really believe in yourself. That would be my um, my last kind of comment to make. Um, and yeah, lauratynan.com is where I'm um, online. And then on social media, it's just I am Laura Tynan. So I'm on LinkedIn and Instagram, probably the two best places to connect. So specifically, if there are any women out there listening that would like some support and moving forward, then I would definitely love to hear from them. 
Awesome. 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 Well, thank you so much again, Laura. We will definitely have the links and information in the show notes, but definitely again, appreciate all the awesome work you're doing. And, and the reminder as well, too, is that a lot of times that hope and dream that we have that that is in you is there for a reason is to see that, you know, you should cultivate, you should, you should help sprout, you shouldn't push it aside. Because I think so many times, you know, there's really awesome projects and really awesome, you know, organizations or businesses that people have, um, but yeah. sometimes they get pushed aside. So I appreciate you for reminding us of, of cultivating that. And I appreciate you for this great opportunity to speak with you. So it's been great. Yes, it's been awesome. So I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.